Talking Photography with Christian Fletcher and Carwin No Christian Fletcher today. He's away on holidays, uh, a big pun, holidays with the family. But uh, I have got a very esteemed guest today, Liz Barker. Come on down. Yeah, thank you for that. No worries. Well, look, it's been it's been a while since we've actually had an accomplished photographer on this show. So there you go. Well done. Uh, at least at least since before Christmas. <laughs> That's so true. Mind you, we did have Peter Eastway last week, so he's kind of getting there. Mm-hmm. So You're getting up there. Now, a lot of people might know your stuff because uh, you were the person in quarantine uh, a couple of years ago, I think, that um, decided to embark on a photographic project from your hotel room. What actually happened there? Um, yeah, that's true. I think that was back in 2020, in the middle of 2020. And mm. uh, it was kind of like just something to keep myself busy at the time. And um, I think it ended up sort of developing this uh, this passion for going out and looking for urban urban scenery and just creating something from nothing. Mm. Um, mm. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of fun to do at the time. I'm glad I haven't been back in that situation to have to try and figure out how to spend 14 days since. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that was sort of kicked a lot of things off. With that project, were they, you know, source shots that you took from the, the room? Yeah. Yeah, all of them were taken from the room. On the day. Oh, wow. And, and that was just like a, a daily objective for you was to create some art? Yep. So, every yeah, so every day it was a case I had to find a picture, take a picture and post a picture, but it had to be taken, everything in the picture, because I did some composites as well, um, everything in the picture had to be taken on that day. Um, so it was, uh, it, was, it was a really good opportunity to really, really sort of use up the time, get me thinking. Mm. I learned a lot of Photoshop, so you had plenty of time for that. Mm, mm. Um, but it was just, and, and like sometimes I would um, have it first thing in the morning and, and sort of like spend the day editing. Other times it would be like, oh, I haven't got anything towards the end of the day and mm, some of them mm. were sunsets. And uh, so I never really knew what I was going to get. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was it, it was. It really kept me busy. So you actually treated the experience like a, a proper competition, if you like. So every every element of your your pictures was uh, was stuff that you actually shot then and there. Yeah, definitely. Yep, yeah, for sure. So I, and that was my challenge to myself was not only to find it, but to to use only material that I found on that day. So, you know, if I wanted to put some clouds in the picture, I had to wait for the certain clouds to come along that fit the picture. Yeah. Um, I think the last one I did, I waited almost all day just to get the right clouds because I wanted to get all of the buildings that I'd used and all the other pictures into a skyline sitting in the clouds. And I've sort of had this vision for a few days, but I had to wait to get the right cloud because I needed the one where I could sit the the, the skyline in Mm. the clouds. And I eventually got it, but it was quite late in the day. Um, So, yeah, very time consuming. It's a good thing in there. Can I ask you this? You talk about sitting there and waiting for the right cloud to come along. Uh, which is, you know, an exercise in patience. But do you find that, you know, these, um, you know, the right cloud comes to you or the right light comes to you? Or would you describe yourself as, as a very hard worker waiting for stuff like that to happen? Mm, not really. <laughs> I I, I'm very patient sometimes. Well, most of the time I'm very patient. I just look and I didn't have anything else to do at the time. So, you know. So you're a lucky photographer. I'm a lucky photographer. Damn it. <laughs> oh, the, the hardest thing is I think it's harder when you're actually looking for something specific. I mean, quite often, I mean, I've got a bit of a bank of clouds now and, you know, I've got this uh, 
little library of clouds should I, should I need them for anything else. Mm, um, mm. But, but on that occasion, you know, I would have found something. Um, but, yeah, more often than not, these things just pop up rather than I have to go looking for them. Okay, and if we can zoom into the now on the timeline, where is your work mm. at? Oh, good question. Um, Do you think you've I made don't know. I think it's, it, it's, Sorry? Do you think you've made progress? Do you reckon you've gotten better? Oh, I do, definitely. If I look back and look at the pictures I took back then, um, mm. even, you know, six months ago to now, that they're evolving the whole time. Um, yeah. You know, I look, at, I look at what I thought was pretty cool. I thought, oh, that's a great photo, you know, a year ago. And now I look at it and go, what was I thinking? Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, it's... It, it's a continual uh, development. I think anybody who's into it um, knows that it just it grows all the time and you just mm. see things differently and mm. you have different visions and your techniques get better and you learn more. Mm. Um, so it definitely, definitely progresses mm. Um, mm. into a lot of different subjects as well. Yeah. Uh, so you, I mean, let's just cover that. I mean, what are your, I mean, you, you're into architectural type stuff, aren't you? Architecture and urban landscape, yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems to be like I've gone out and done some natural landscapes in recent times as well, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't grab me as much. You know, it's beautiful out there. I, I just prefer to look at, but my photos just don't seem to capture that. They don't, mm. they don't give me the same feel as looking at a natural landscape. Whereas in the urban and the architecture, I can get something more from from what I can see with the eye by taking the photograph and and doing mm. a little bit of work on it. Um, so yeah, as much as I love getting out into the natural landscape, it's it's the urban, the architecture, and what I can find just you know around the streets mm. that that really um, interests and excites me mainly about what I can do with it, mm. um, and how I can visualize something that a lot of people don't see, mm. um, but it's there anyway. So you know, it's that difference I think it, it makes to me. Um, natural landscape you can see it's there yeah. hard to actually get the beauty of that into a photo um you know just you know unless you're a super super expert yeah um but with with the urban and the architecture you know you can create that mm. well i can seem to be able to create that much more easily with that kind of environment than, than a natural landscape uh for the kids playing along at home that want to see some of your staff uh, what's your instagram my Insta, I've got two of them. Um, the colour one is Lisby229 mm-hmm. and uh, the black and white one, which is more of the architecture, um, is LisbyNW for black and white, 229. Mm. Look, when you're out, you know, sort of walking around looking at these structures and, and compositions, what sort of things are you drawn to? Are you drawn to light and shadow or how does your mind work? Yep, off. Often it's light and shadow and line and, and strong structures and um, also colour. You know, if there's a colour striking me and, and yeah, just shape. Um, last shoot I went I went out, you know, there was um, three buildings, different colours all sitting there together and um, it was both the structure, the lines, the symmetry and the colour that caught my eye. Mm. The other thing I really, really like shooting is... Um, like streets and signs and, and stuff, yep. um, you know, making them all nice and clean and, and um, quite minimal. So the sign is, is sort of stands out in its own right. So um, I really enjoy doing that. Mm. But it's just a case of what's, what else is in the scene, how clean is it? Mm. Um, and more and more I'm looking at it and going, how much work would it take to make it clean, mm. um, which is really important to me. So a lot mm. of my stuff is, is very simple and minimal. Mm. Um so I've taken a lot of the, you know, where I can, I take a lot of the 
know, the lines and power lines and things that are just in the way out of it. So you mm. just get the structure. Mm. Uh, but sometimes, you know, there's too much there to, to sort of mm. warrant the effort. So I just don't take that shot. Mm. So, so would it be fair to say that when, when you're looking at a, a potential composition, you're actually seeing the end product in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes I'm even seeing something in my mind that's not quite there. What I'm looking at, like I can I can see where I might add a at a tree or or, or a cloud or something. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely, very much so. It's it's a big part of what I look at. And I just saw what I was looking at out the window. I go, oh, I probably wouldn't take the shot. But if mm -hmm. you can see what it can be, mm -hmm. um, and I'm not talking major, usually not major changes, just a bit of a clean up, and you mm -hmm. know maybe just pop a little bit of a feature in there for a plain blue sky, a cloud, or a or a tree or something, just mm. just to help it out a little bit. Mm. Mm. And how long's this journey been going for you? Uh, look, I, I've been playing around with the camera for ages, but really, really, this I would mm. say this one now has really only kicked off in the last last three three or four years. I mean, I did a lot of stuff beforehand, but it was um, you know just learning learning about and doing the you know the the mainstream stuff and learning how yep. to use use a camera mm. um going to workshops and you know doing a lot of the stuff you do to to learn mm. uh, but really this one here is probably only the last the last three years i think mm. um that i've really focused and sort of even more recently started sort of tuning into the urban stuff a bit more mm. um probably since i came back um into 19 from overseas yeah. until 20, 2020 so mm -hmm. uh yeah probably about about then so at that stage i mean you'd only been taking this quite seriously for a year at that stage at 2022 yeah yes um i had never entered a competition until 20 2019 end of 2019 mm. um so other than just small you know, ones on Facebook, but uh, no, no proper competition by then. So, um, yeah, it was only then that I actually thought that I sort of had worked good enough to, to put myself out there. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah, it's taken that time. I mean, maybe back in the time I look at my photos, I thought, oh, they're, like I said earlier, you know, I thought, oh, they're yeah. pretty good. Mm. Um, but I look at them now and I go, oh, yeah, I can see I still had a lot to learn. I mean, there's mm. still look at the stuff I do now. There's always something better to make them better. Mm. But um, I really... I really don't think prior to 2020, yeah. um, I I was really there. Mm. Or even don't think I am now. But you know, it's, it's, I've come much further since then. I feel much more um, independent in what I do. I'm doing stuff for myself now in yeah. my own right, rather than going out and shooting what everybody else is shooting and mm. um, you know do the workshop things to learn. Now I'm sort of seeking out things by myself yeah. to please myself. Mm. Um, so I think that's a big step. Mm. I think that's a really big step in sort of developing as a photographer, as in mm. when you start doing things for yourself yeah. uh, rather than for somebody else, then you've got your own piece of work and your own style starting to happen. Mm. Um, and hopefully I'm starting to get there um, a little bit in my own own work. Mm. So maybe soon somebody will recognise and go, oh, maybe that looks like Liz's work. That's what I really love. Yeah. Well, I mean, your stuff does have a, a distinctive, you know, <clears throat> I can look at one of your shots and go, well, that's a that's a Liz Barker shot. Hey, look, in a lot of ways, it uh, reminds me of um, uh, Alan Coppy's stuff. I love his work, yeah. Mm. Was he, is he one of your influences or? 
Oh, well, it wasn't when I started, but he certainly is now because I, I didn't know I didn't know about him. But I look at his work now, and I just I just love it. Um, there's there's quite a few out there that sort of do work that I've, I follow quite a few people on Instagram that I just you know I just love their work. It's all that similar kind of minimalist street architecture, land, urban landscape kind of kind of work. Um, and I don't really know what what really got me started on it. It's just. I don't know. It just it just appeals to me. So yeah, I I, I love his work. So in terms of your influences, who are they? Um, George Byrne is is definitely up there. Mm. Um, Mark Wiley, local. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, went on a workshop with him a while ago, and uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, and it it sort of triggered some interest in some of this work mm. um i don't know you ask me off the top of my head i just like just have to check my insta and see who some of the people are there are but yeah um people like alan i think there's another one um is it paul needham i'm not sure needham mm, mm. does some great work and i love looking at his work mm. um yeah so but it's just the style, I think. I'll, I'll sort of follow anybody and like anybody with that kind of minimalist urban kind of style. Mm-hmm. You said before that you, you, you're doing this for yourself now. Can you expand on that? Yep. What, does that what does that mean to Liz Barker? That, that to me just means that, you know, when I'm taking a, sh- a shot or finding an image or going out for a shoot, I'm looking for something that I might have in my mind or something that um, I can see. And it doesn't matter... Um, how I get that it's I can visualize it and it's just being able to create something that I have in my mind it's not something like you know if you're doing something for a competition that you're not allowed to do this and you have Mm. to have that and it's got to be this and that and you can't add this and that and none of that stuff it's Mm. like if I want to um put something in there that wasn't in the in the image um you know i like the cloud or tree or whatever I'll put it in and I'm okay with that Mm. uh, because it's creating the image I want to see um it's all good i mean i love it if i can take an image that's got everything in it i want and usually i take out rather than put in Mm. um but but you know a lot of people can be quite critical about how much work you do on a photo and that's fine you know there's there's people who like to have it straight out of camera that's fantastic or minimal edits and and absolutely that's that's great but the stuff i really love needs a little bit more than that and i'm and i'm okay with myself doing that so that's what i mean for me i I, i'm I'm not letting any of those, you know, that kind of stuff worry me or concern me. I don't feel guilty for, you know, taking something out or putting something in just to create the image I've got. Mm-hmm. So you, you're creating a picture, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. A picture that I can see, that I can like, and hopefully other people will too. Um, but it's never intended to be, um, oh, this is the, the, the picture, this is what I saw out there and I haven't done anything to it. it mm. It's definitely not that. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about the competition space? What has that done for your work? That's really interesting. You know, I've been thinking a lot about the competition space. There's a couple that I didn't go into sort of at the end of last year. I'm seeing the results coming out now and people mm. I know have done really well. I'm going, oh, I didn't enter because I was focused on the, um, for the first time ever, the AIPP awards, which um, got cancelled, unfortunately. Yeah. So my focus was there and I let others go. Um but what that did for me, and I've, and I've had a couple of other sort of notable little wins since the last talk to you, but um, yeah. 
what that does gives me gives you real confidence that your work is is doing all right you know it's mm. it's you're out there if you get um you know distinction or a highly commanded or a commanded you know you you your photography is getting getting up there, so I think it's a really good thing to do to mm. give yourself the confidence that you know it, it's your work is you know competitive mm. uh, when compared to peers. So if you know if anybody's thinking about having a go, absolutely do it. You've got nothing to lose. Mm. Um, I know I've I've had some in sometime. I can't remember the last one I went into, but you know I rushed at the last minute to get some st stuff in. I think yeah. I got a a highly Mended or something on one of them, and the other, mm. the others, other two didn't rate, and you know, and and that's why I haven't gone into other ones because I haven't taken the time to actually think about it and put something that's really worth it in. So if mm. you're going to do it, just make sure you give yourself some time, mm. um, put in what you're really, really proud of, um, and think about what you're putting in, and read the read the rules. Um, some of them let you see what other people have entered as you go, so you know that's always a good benchmark. But I think it's something really good to do. Mm. Um, other ones, I. Look, I've, there was there was one I I won the what is it minimalist photographer of the year. It's an international competition, and I, to me it was like a huge title and a huge win. But all I got out of it was bragging white rights, and you know it cost me money to enter, and I and I got the uh, I got the um, the recognition mm. from the award, but nothing else sort of comes of it. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, is that is that really what I want to be doing? Do mm -hmm. I want to focus on? Um, on exhibitions and, and getting my work out there in that way so mm -hmm. it, it, it's an interesting thing as to whether you know you, you enter these competitions and you know what you get out of them it's it's, it's mm -hmm. up to you some of the some of the ones you enter you can get feedback which i think is brilliant yeah, um if absolutely. you can do that yeah. then that is that's the way to go for sure mm -hmm. uh, other ones you can win decent prizes um quite good ones and other ones it's just like Congratulations! Here's a sticker you can put on your Instagram, mm, mm. and that's it. So, mm. but it's a good thing to do to give yourself confidence to to put your pictures out there. I've got to say, this is just a personal opinion, and I'll probably receive some hatred for this, but there appears to be a lot of photographic competitions, and with uh, entry fees, and you sort of go, well, you know, who's who in the zoo? Like, what is the real deal, so to speak? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep, I I know what you're saying, and, you and that and has been something that's. Sorry. Oh, you, you enter them and they don't give you any feedback. You know, you no. pay your money and get bugger all. Yep, unless you you can get a sticker or a prize, mm. you know. But most of them are. Um, yeah, that is something that I think about. You you, you enter, it costs you money. Um, mm. If there's good, decent prizes coming out of it, that's great. You can mm. get something back. I've entered a few, and I've got some good prizes from from a couple. Mm. Um, other ones like the Minimus, which I was really, really, it was, it was it's a global competition, and I won the category, and I thought that was brilliant, loved it. And then I thought, mm. well, it cost me a fair bit to enter my, you know, half dozen images, and um, mm. yeah, I won, but it was it was a, I got a got a certificate. Mm. And it was like, okay, that's awesome. Oh, you know, I pick up a few people, pick you up on Instagram and follow you as a result. Yep. But then I read some of the comments on that competition and it was okay. And there was quite a few comments exactly along those lines is do the math, you know. Yeah. Oh, so exactly. X amount of people pay X, X amount of dollars and there's one prize winner of the smart who's making the money. Well, you know, look, I've entered competitions and, uh, you know, it's 20 bucks per shot, you know, up to up to five shots. So you do it. You spend 100 bucks. Yeah. 
and you're not you don't win which is fine you know i don't expect to to win stuff but you know you get an email saying you know unfortunately you weren't successful this time you know keep us in mind for next year and you're like well would it have really hurt to just give me a couple of sentences a little bit of feedback I mean, I paid you yeah. hundred bucks. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand yeah. the judges are, are very busy, but when you're asking for hard physical cash, I think it's just a little bit of common courtesy. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, it would be it would be great, and I know some some competitions do. And if mm. you know if that's something that's important important to you, then maybe just stick to the ones that do give feedback. Yeah, exactly. Because a few is- and far between, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so important. Uh, I mean, you, you enter competitions. We hear it all the time. You, you enter competitions to, to hopefully to get better at your craft. So, you know, just, just anything like, um, you know, you're oversaturated or, you know, try that in black. Just any sort of feedback is mm. is, um, is amazing. Now, what, um, you know, what's this all about? Do you, you know, do you want to become a, a legendary sort of billionaire photographer or where, where's this going to go for you? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. So if anybody's got any tips on how to make that happen, then I'll be keen to hear them. Absolutely. But where, where's this going to take you? Are you just going to keep doing it just for the sake of art or do you want to sell lots of prints or? Uh, look, I would love to sell sell prints to be able to pay for my habit, you know. But I but I don't have any illusions that this is gonna, you know, be a, something that will um, earn me a, a sizable living, you know, retire from my day job type thing. Um, but it'd be really nice to be able to, you know, exhibit my work, sell a bit of bit of art, and um, have people really interested in it. Yeah. Mm. So that's ultimately what I'd like to be able to just tick it over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have done exhibitions and sold work. I believe you did an exhibition recently at the um, the Doomsday Bunker in Coolgardie Street. Is that is that right? That that's right. Yeah, at Team Digital. Yes, that was my first solo, and it was quite an amazing experience mm. to to see my prints big on the wall. Um, they looked they looked incredible. I had so mm. many doubts going into that, just thinking, oh, you know, because I only really see them on the screen. I've printed a few, you know, a a three a three plus size, but never seen anything really big. And I was mm. really worried about how they came out, particularly because you know I do a fair bit of the processing on some of them, and you know yeah. when you print big, you know you can't hide. Mm. Um, but I was so pleased with how they turned out. You know, Ben did a great job printing them, and it's mm. yeah, I was really really happy, and it just. It just gave me such a, a boost to see people looking at them and enjoying them and, you know, seeing them on the wall. And I think I went down there for a talk, like, the following weekend after opening and, you know, people were just sitting there and listening to people talking. It was a workshop and then I'm looking around and see my work on the wall and I go, this is this is really cool. It's really, 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 really proud moment. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely one of the, the best things I've done for my photography is get that out there. I've done exhibitions before but shared, not solo. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't as sort of scary preparing for it, mm. um, but definitely. And I've got planning on another one coming up in April. Mm. Um, so just trying to get material together for that right now, which is kind of like the hardest thing, I mm. think, mm. trying to decide what to put up, how to group them, which are in, which are out, what I haven't even shot yet, I don't think. Mm. Um, so that's pretty hard. What to call it? What's mm. the title? I have no idea how to do that. Mm. Why don't, why don't you just, you know, instead of getting all clever, why, why don't you just give it a, a normal name like, you know, Mike or Dave? 
<laughs> that would be good, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe call it a fruit or something, bananas. Yeah, why, um, why not? Because, uh, I mean, you know, branding's everything. Like, you look at this um, coronavirus situation at the moment, you've got variants called IHU and, you know, Delta, Decepticon and all that sort of stuff. Just call it Tim or Peter. Yeah. Just, or a just, girl name. Yeah, sorry. Or just, well, yeah. <laughs> Emily. Yeah. Yeah, just... oh, that's a thought. I'll have to come up with something soon because, look, I'm, I've been thinking about some names, but some of them I, I pick kind of like means that, oh, now I have to carry that as a theme through everything and it kind of limits what I might want to hang. So, mm, mm. Um, But something like that, it? it could be anything. Yeah, just call it bananas, like you said. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pineapple would be good. Pineapple. Now, look, uh, a lot of photo walks and that sort of stuff and workshops have unfortunately gone to the wayside and they're starting to uh, to come back now. Is that something that you might, um, you could see in your future happening? Yeah, it's something that I've definitely been thinking about and trying to work out and um, you know, something I'd like to do. It's just a case of getting organised and making it happen, I, mm-hmm. I guess, and, and the right timing to do it. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, got to get onto that and while summer's still around. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, look out for this. Maybe I'll get onto it. Watch this space. Um, watch this. So, I mean, are you selling prints online? Like, how can people buy your staff if they want to? Um, I've, yeah, I've had a couple of people approach me from, um, from my website, which is in a very sad state of affairs. I'm thinking about taking it down to clean it up and putting it back up. But if anybody's interested, they can just message me through through Instagram mm. or contact me through my website, which mm. is lizbarkerphotography.com. Mm. Um, but uh, like I said, that needs a, a serious overhaul. It's just one of those things, you know, I, I, time. Time is the biggest limitation on yeah. all of these things, um, mm. you know, working nine to five, mm. five days a week, uh, more like eight to six if i'm honest yeah. uh, five days a week doesn't leave much time to go out shoot edit and do all the other stuff that has to go with it so um yeah. you know it's probably the biggest constraint on anything i want to do with photography including the photo work walks you know you only got two days a weekend mm. um to do anything it's kind of like oh you know you keep putting it off putting it off there's always something else to be done mm. and you've got a proper um, job too don't you i do have a proper job yes very limiting sadly yeah. Very, very limiting. So if if a person wanted to buy one of your prints, uh, look, I noticed at Team Digital they're only sort of $10,000. Um, yeah. You know, do you have anything... I can just of, count that. Do you have anything less expensive? Yeah, it just depends on what what uh, people want and what size they want it and what it costs to get it printed. Oh, very good. Cool. And have you got any uh, yeah. big, big photographic plans for this year? Um, Any big project? The exhibition in April. Oh. Yep, exhibition in April in Fremantle at Picada. So Picada. that's what I'm focused on right now. Okay. It is- After that, not sure. Is that going to be free to go to? Yeah, yep. What sort of stuff's going to be in there? This is going to be, I think it's going to be a mix of my some of my black and white architecture mm. maybe some that was at the other exhibition maybe it'll be new mm. um a mixture between that and and i'm really keen to get some of my color urban landscape out there mm. Mm. um so you know if you anybody's interested you sort of look at some of my more recent um stuff on my instagram it's that type i think i'm hoping to 
hoping to get exhibited down there. Um, so yeah, just trying to get that that body together right now and just see how things come together. So um, every day on the on the bus, that's what I do. Going to work, you know, as I commute, it's just like mm. flicking through my Lightroom. I have on my phone, sort mm -hmm. of going, nut, nut, nut. Maybe, maybe, just sorting through them all, and then mm. I. I have ideas. I go, oh, maybe I can go and shoot some more of this and that. So mm. it's, it's an ongoing thing until you've got to get to the point where I've just got to go, right, this is the set I've got to work with and yep. start weeding through them. So, But I'll mm. be looking probably at about 25, 25 images. Okay. That's going to be awesome. And, and so what was the date for that? 1st of April will be opening, and it runs through to the end of the Easter weekend. It's April Fool's Day. So you, you'd basically be an April Fool if you didn't go, pretty much. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Uh, now, look, I know you're busy. You've got a real job and all that sort of stuff, and um, we're interrupting your day, so hopefully your bosses aren't listening. But uh, pe uh, just again, if people want to check out your stuff on Instagram, what's your what are your handles? Um, Lizby229 and LizbyNW229. Okay, Liz Barker, thanks for joining us on Lightminded. Thank you. <laughs>